Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Disclaimer, this recording is not intended to be utilized as medical advice or a medical diagnosis. If you think you're in need of medical attention or treatment, please seek it immediately. This recording will also contain sensitive subjects such as binging and purging, weight and depression. Please listen at your own discretion and do what you think is best for you. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This is Jacqueline here and we're going to be talking today about purposeful overeating. And I know some of you guys are like, why on earth would you purposefully want to overeat? Are you crazy? But I'm going to give you my two cents, my opinion, and my thoughts on why you should intentionally overeat sometimes and when it's appropriate, when it's not, what is it, why do it, why not do it, and the fears of doing it and you know using your best judgment on it. But first, I wanted to share with you a review, and I thought that this was just, it warmed my heart and You know, I, every time I get these messages, they really just remind me of why I'm putting out the podcast. Every time I get to speak with a client, anytime I'm talking to anyone who's come in contact with me about bulimia, I'm always like, right, this is why I keep showing up. I keep showing up if maybe I don't feel like it, or maybe someone is like, says something that I don't like to me, or like has a mean thing to say, whatever it is. It just makes me realize that talking on here, putting out the podcast, no matter what happens, it's always such an important thing. So anyway, I'd love to read this to you guys. They said, hi, Jacqueline. Um, They messaged me on Instagram. They said, hi, Jacqueline. I have been listening to your podcast since last year, and I wanted to give you the biggest thank you. I appreciate all the work you put into your platform. You truly are changing lives. I remember I started crying in front of my family on the drive home for Thanksgiving dinner last year because I didn't throw up my meal. I was so happy, but my family didn't understand why I was crying. I told them about how I've had bulimia since freshman year of college, and now I'm in junior year. I started getting therapy that month, but it was when I found your podcast that things really began to click. I looked at bulimia as a habit that I have the power to change and realize that food does not have the power over me. I relate to your podcast so much, and I look forward to them dropping every Friday. I no longer binge, but still feel urges to approach sometimes. I feel like a whole new person who is no longer controlled by my urges. Thank you so much. So I, I picked this particular review because they're so positive and the fact that like the what changed for her was seeing her bulimia as a habit and getting the help that she needed. And that what's really started to click is realizing she has the power of it, the control, and that she doesn't have to stay here. So I'm so happy that my podcast could help her be the catalyst to um, get better and um, get the help that she needed. That's awesome. And it's just, it's so cool. It's so cool to hear stories like this because it's like, right, this is important. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while and it's helped you in some sort of way, Please, if you feel comfortable doing so, please give it the podcast a rating and review. It helps out the podcast. It helps it get seen more and it helps iTunes know that it's actually worthwhile listening to and informs other viewers. Um, So I would really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And I know that not everyone feels comfortable. I think you can do reviews anonymously, but if not just a rating or just sharing it with a friend or something, if you feel like they need it. But even though you you guys that don't want to give reviews, I still appreciate you listening so, so much. So anyway, without further ado, let's go to purposeful eating, overeating. 
Also, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but there's a thunderstorm and tons of downpour happening right now. It's the rainy season in Miami, uh, in Florida in general. So it's just downpouring rain. I've been waiting a little bit to try to record this podcast episode, but I don't think it's going to go away. So if you can hear that in the background, that's what's happening, but oh, well, we record podcasts, rain or shine in this house. So first of all, purposeful overeating. What even is that? Like, what do I mean by that? It's kind of, I mean, I'm sure other people have come up with this concept too, but for my own concept of purposeful overeating, I, this is my definition for it. I've defined it as intentionally eating food and indulging in the food past the point of satiety. So there's two key points. You're intentionally eating more than your body needs or past the point of satiety where you feel comfortable. Meaning that when you're overeating, you're eating something where your body doesn't necessarily need it. It's no longer for, for fuel. It's for enjoyment. And it's about indulgence. It's not about getting fuel. It's not about your health. It's just about you enjoying the food and wanting it and purposefully purposeful is key, like you choosing to do it. It's different than unintentional overeating, which is when you really don't necessarily want to overeat, but you feel like you have to, you justify it for several reasons, whatever they may be. And then you eat from a very guilty place. Purposeful overeating is supposed to be much more pleasurable and joyful and no guilt associated with it, partly because you're making the choice. You're making the active adult choice to overeat. And it kind of says, yeah, I can do it because I want to, but we'll talk more about that later and why that is. Okay. So why would you purposefully overeat? Now this concept, I'm going to talk about, you know, why not do it? Um, and to use your best judgment, but if you are just trying to stop pinching and purging, I don't really recommend you try doing this right off the bat. I'd really try to work on your urges and trying to make it through an urge, feeling an urge, understanding why you want to binge and purge, going through emotions there. There's, I have plenty of podcast episodes on that. So go to more of the beginning of my podcast and check that out. That'll show you how to go through urges without binging and purging. However, um, if you're at a stage in your recovery where you are no longer binging and purging or you're like pretty good on that and you are then struggling with overeating because overeating is something that I see people struggle with a lot in recovery. They're not binging and purging anymore. They feel better, but they keep oh, unintentionally overeating, emotionally overeating, habitually overeating, overeating because they're too hungry, all these sorts of things. So if you're in that sort of space, here's what I recommend. Um, here's why I recommend purposeful overeating. The first thing is it's for enjoyment. Most normal people overeat and they do it for enjoyment. They do it for fun. And I'm going to say this. It's okay. If you overeat, you're not a bad person because you overeat. You're not, um, and you're not a slob or gluttonous monster. If you overeat on purpose, I posted on my Instagram about a couple of weeks ago, a picture of me with cheesecake. And I purposefully chose to overeat on that cheesecake. I had burger, fries, and a huge cheesecake slice. And you guys know that that stuff is energy dense, right? I could have stopped at, at, at like my satiated point at half a burger and fries, but I chose to have the cheesecake partly because I thought it would be fun. Um, I thought it would be enjoyable. Another good reason to eat or overeat, purposefully overeat, is it shows you that you are in control. 
So this is a huge thing that happens with people with overeating is they give away control. They say like they have to, they justify overeating thinking like they deserve it because of a long day or something, or, um, that they can't cope without it. But a better reason is just to say, I'm choosing to overeat because I freaking want to, because I can, because I'm an adult. And the thing about this is it shows you that you have control over your choices and it makes you own the fact that you're choosing to overeat. And I know a lot of you guys are like, Jacqueline, why on earth would I choose to overeat? Um, Because then I would just like gain tons of weight and then I would start overeating constantly. But here's the thing. If you choose to overeat instead of like justifying it in certain ways or making excuses for why you're overeating, you just stand up and say, I'm overeating because I freaking want to overeat. I'm adult. And I get to overeat if I want to, it helps you take ownership of over your choices. It helps you take responsibility and it, and, and when you take ownership and responsibility, it makes you realize that no one else gets to make those choices for you. And you take the power back from food. I've been saying this concept a lot, but it basically, you want to make food your bitch and pa- practicing purposeful overeating will make food your bitch. And that's the way you want the relationship to be. You want to have it when you want it and you want to not have it when you don't want it. Right. And if you keep overeating from this place of, I don't really like, I don't know. I just, I have to have it. Or like, I can't cope with these emotions or like I'm doing out of habit. I just have to, or I had a long day and I'm really stressful. And you come up with all these excuses. You keep giving up your power. And he keeps saying, I overeat because of circumstances. Instead of saying the real reason, like the real reason I ate that cheesecake, there was no reason that I needed that cheesecake. Absolutely no reason. I just did it because I thought it'd be fun. And I thought it would be enjoyable. And that's that. Like there was no other reason. And I know a lot of you guys are like, wait, wait, wait. If you start purposefully overeating, like choosing to overeat all the time, then what, why, like, how does that even work? Are you just going to continue to gain weight forever? Like, then you'll just make it okay all the time. Here's the thing though. I like to ask people, and this kind of gets into the wine, um, the fears with this, which is like when people think if I choose to overeat, if I purposefully overeat, that means I will just start overeating all day till I am some somehow like in a trailer weighing 400, 500 pounds, um, eating like chicken out of a dumpster. And I, li- I literally had a client tell me this one time and I was like, do you want to be like 500 pounds in a trailer eating chicken out of a dumpster? Does that sound desirable to you? Is that something you want to do? And she was like, no, that doesn't, no, I don't want to do that. But if I start making choices like that, I will. And it's like, you wouldn't want to eat chicken out of a dumpster and you wouldn't want to eat like this most, I wouldn't want to eat cheesecake every day. Like that's the thing. Like we give away so much trust and hope and faith in ourselves. We think that if we start purposefully overeating one day, then we're going to continue to eat like this gluttonous monster or something. We're going to become the cookie monster from Sesame Street. But really, that doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't want if you ate cheesecake for um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you would feel very terrible really quickly. Not just mentally, like feel bad about yourself. You would feel physically sick all the time. You wouldn't want to do that. And again, I'm not um, speaking to you guys that are like trying to get over binging and purging. Like that's a little bit different, but if you're just like overeating on cheesecake and then keeping those calories and sitting with it, 
it's not a fun time for your body. Like you feel physically awful. Plus I like to think the reason I was able to overeat that cheesecake and I haven't had cheesecake since, and it's been like three weeks now is because I don't want to have cheesecake every day. And I also, it doesn't align with my goals. Like I go to the gym to build my physique, having cheesecake wouldn't really help me with that goals. It wouldn't make me very active. Wouldn't like it wouldn't. And also I would get sick of cheesecake. I would literally come to hate cheesecake with the fury if I had to eat it all the time, or even probably like I noticed with, with pizza, pizza has become less exciting to me because we have it, you know, like at least once a week and I'm kind of like, ugh pizza. It's like, eh. like, isn't that crazy? Right. You think that if you purposefully make choices to overeat or eat some indulgent food, then you will continue eating them forever. But really what happens is you practice eating that food first, you eat it more mindfully, you actually enjoy it. And the food becomes less taboo because you have it and you know that you trust yourself to have it. And then you by default start wanting or desiring it less because in bulimia and in recovery, you start to have this like over desire for food. But when you start making purposeful choices, it takes that over desire down just a little bit. Um, and the last thing this does, and it builds trust with you and food. A lot of us say these things like, I just can't have that food. I just can't do it. I, um, if I have those foods, I completely lose control. I just had a conversation with a client this week about pizza and um, overeating. And she had been doing really well with binging and purging. She had a little slip up and we were talking about how that slip up happened. And she was like, well, I was working all day and I started overeating on these apples and um, like fruit stuff in the fridge. And then she's like, I had a slice of pizza that was there. And then I started feeling really guilty about eating it. And at that point I was like, I already eaten the pizza. Let's just like might as well dive into binging and purging. Like might as well, we're already here. It was kind of along those lines. And I asked her, okay, like what is so bad about the pizza? Like, why was it the pizza that made the difference when you had already overeaten on a lot of stuff? And she was like, well, it's like not very healthy. And when I have those foods, I just want to continue eating. So we purposefully yesterday, actually, I encouraged her to purposefully buy a slice of pizza not compensate for it at all, not trying to do anything, just have it for dinner. And the purpose of this was we were, I was asking her, she was like really resistant to the idea, but I asked her, you know, think about your future, the future, you who has the body that you want and the diet that you want, you have complete food, freedom, freedom from uh, bulimia, all these sorts of things. Does she have pizza every so often? Does she include foods that she actually likes that includes pizza? Does she have it in her diet? And you're like dream life. And she said, yeah. And I was like, well, we have to then practice you actually having pizza. Now we have to practice you eating these foods because you're scared to have them. And I don't want you to be scared of pizza for the rest of your life. I want you to enjoy eating it. That's no way to live. Right. Food, you always have the power over food. But when we tell ourselves these stories of like, I can't, I can't have it. It's too indulgent. I will continue overeating. Um, I just, I lose control when I have those foods. It creates this dynamic where you don't trust yourself around food and you're scared to eat it. And then when you do have it, you haven't had it in so long that you're like, I want everything, right? And you just freak out. <laughs> but if you purposefully choose to overeat, it makes it much more calm. It makes you feel much less guilty because you're just choosing it and you're owning it. And it also builds trust with you, makes the food much less taboo over time, especially. And it's actually enjoyable. And it's something that normal, healthy people do. Even like the fitspos you see on Instagram, 
they purposefully choose to have indulgent meals sometimes, right? They purposefully choose to have like cake or cookies or um, tacos, whatever. Like the, you have, we have this messed up concept that people that have all together, like that have the bodies that you want, never do this type of crap. And they do, they absolutely do. Do they have it every single day? No. And I don't, I don't have cheesecake every single day. I don't have pizza every day because if I did, it wouldn't really work out for the kind of life that I want, but stop like telling yourself that if you purposefully choose to overeat, you're going to continue doing it over and over again. Really what's happening is you tell yourself, I can't be trusted around food and then start justifying overeating in different ways. You kind of surrender all your power that you have around food. And then you tend to overeat more often because you're scared of food. And when you get one taste of the food you like, you want all of it. So just to review that reasons to overeat purposefully overeat sometimes, uh, and you get to pick that frequency because again, you're an adult, you get to make choices is for enjoyment because you want to, um, it shows you that you are in control, takes your power back and it builds trust with you and food. Um, and I'll talk about how to purposely choose to eat, but I want to talk about reasons not to purposefully overeat. And take what you will from this, but I really think a bad reason to overeat is because you're emotionally charged, like justifying it because you think you deserve it after a long day or saying, I'm feeling really bored. So I'm going to overeat. Um, you don't usually say that out loud, but <laughs> that's a, what a lot of people do, right? Um, all those sorts of things. I really don't think overeating purposefully for uh, masking emotions or out of habit or out of um, a reason that doesn't feel good to you is the best choice because it's teaching you building the habit, the bridge between you and recovery and you that you want to be, um, is building the habit of when we feel emotionally charged, we cope with food and you don't want that. You want food to be an enjoyable experience. You don't want food to always be combined with this negative experience. Also what happens when you eat out of justification, out of reasons that you don't really believe, but you're just kind of lying to yourself to get yourself to eat the food because you really just want the food. You feel guilty. You feel guilty, partly because there's like, you probably have some sort of thought in your head, like this is bad food. This is unhealthy. I shouldn't be having this all that sorts of stuff. But you also are like, I know the real reason is because I want it, but I'm just trying to pretend to have a reason to eat it. It would feel so much more empowering and enjoyable if you just said, I'm eating this cookie because I want a freaking cookie, right? It feels so much more badass, so more, much more strong. And then the more you t start to use that language, the more you say, yeah, I'm eating the cookies. I want the freaking cookie. And I get to eat the cookie anytime I freaking want. It's amazing, right? <laughs> I just read, um, Speaking of side story, I, uh, I was reading reviews on Brain Over Binge, which is a good podcast and uh, a good book too. But someone like complained about the fact that they said cookie too often and that they were going to binge because they said cookie too often. So I hope that that doesn't upset you guys, <laughs> but it was, it was ridiculous. So anyway, so the fears with this, the one that I covered first was like, if I, if I start purposely overeating, I'm going to start overeating all the time. Like really, do you think that's honestly true? Like if you start purposely overeating, the only reason you would start purposefully overeating is because you want to. And if you really do, if you really think about it and you're like, no, Jacqueline, if I chose to purposefully overeat, then I would overeat all the time because that's actually what I want. I'd first then say, okay, why do you want to overeat all the time? Like, why is the pain of overeating, the physical discomfort, the, um, the compromise that you're making with your integrity, uh, not dealing with your emotions with overeating uh, and constantly, you know, again, the physicalness of it. 
why is that worth it to you? Why do you want to be doing that to yourself all the time? What's going on with you? And I think I would really get deep and dirty in your thoughts about, okay, that's worth it to me. Why is that? What's going on? And I think there's probably more work there for you to do, right? If that's, if going through tons of physical discomfort all the time is actually something you really want because the, like the, the taste of the food is so good, or like you just like overeating that much, chances are there's something going on in your life that maybe like your life is not where you want it to be. So you're using food instead. Right. And food's just like making the, your life you have right now, tolerable. I would turn away and say, okay, what happens if I take the overeating away? What happens if I take the like ton constant pleasure hit that I get from food away? There are these problems that are uncovered. And those are the problems that I would try to address and deal with. The other thing that people have a fear of purposeful overeating is I'm going to gain weight if I purposefully overeat. And the first thing I said is, I would say is maybe, maybe you'll gain weight if you purposely overeat. But the thing is purposefully overeating every once in a while, like once a week or something, maybe you could use that, that ratio. But most of the time, a lot of people can get away with like a few times purposefully overeating, depending, depending on your activity level, depending on who you are, everything. Obviously this is like there's genetic factors in uh, play too. But a lot of times when you get a random surplus of calories, um, yes, some of that will be stored as fat, excess energy in your body to be stored as later, but your body does have a nice way. It does like a little bit of balance and equilibrium and a weight that it's used to. So if you get a random surplus, you might notice that you have more energy and you might start fidgeting more. You might start moving around more. You might actually utilize those calories and also Besides that fact, that's kind of like not as important as the fact is if you overeat during one meal, you may find if you actually listen to your hunger and satiety cues and you really start practicing it, it's okay if they're not perfect yet, but if you really try to listen to your body, you might notice, I know this sounds crazy to you guys. You might notice that if you overeat purposefully overeat for one meal, you might find that you're less hungry the next day, the next meal, the next hour. Like you might actually find that if you just stop overthinking it, stop trying to compensate for it and just let your body do its thing, let go a little bit of the reins. You might find that your body is more efficient than you think. And I know that's so hard to believe. I struggled with this so much. I was like, my body just can't do that. My body is special. My body doesn't have hunger and satiety cues, but it was wrong. <laughs> and it took me a while, but the more I trusted myself to overeat and then just like, listen, the more I found that I naturally, when I overeat now, I will probably, I will eat less the next day, most likely just because I'm not as hungry. It's not intentional. It's not because I'm trying. I also notice that I tend to get warmer. I tend to like move around a bit more when I have more food. It's a surplus. So you may gain weight, especially if you're doing it constantly. Sure. The, your body can only like compensate so much. Of course, thermodynamics do exist. Um, but you might find that if you overeat and trust yourself intuitively, you might find that you're not as hungry for the next meal. Um, another people, someone else would say another fear is it's unhealthy. And I'm going to say, sure. Like something like pizza, it's not healthy, but do you eat the perfectly healthy diet right now? Do you have some foods that aren't necessary? I think no one's eating perfectly healthy. Um, if everyone was eating the perfect diet, which there's perfect diets for different people. So that isn't even like possible in some ways, but you eat some things 
right now that you justify that aren't necessarily healthy, but you like them and you're okay with having them like coffee. No one actually needs coffee. Sure. There may be some health benefits, but there are also some negative side effects of using caffeine all the time. Plus coffee can have pesticides, right? Like you could justify anything being healthy and healthy. And one pizza, you know, one slice of pizza every once in a while, a couple slices of pizza, It isn't going to kill you. Your body will process it. And even if it's not the most healthy option, your body will still utilize it. Again, I would not recommend for someone to have the only pizza diet, the all pizza diet, like breakfast, I'm going to have pepperoni pizza. And then lunch, I'm going to have Alfredo. And like, no, I wouldn't recommend that for people because I think you would feel awful and your body probably wouldn't begin at its optimal health point. But just because something's unhealthy doesn't mean it's shameful or it's guilty. A lot of people that are pretty healthy, they still have indulgent foods. It's kind of something about being human in this modern age. We live in a cool world where we can eat for non-necessity anymore. And even our ancestors would sometimes eat for indulgences. They just were probably smaller than what we have access to right now. And then a big fear for people, especially those that are trying to lose weight, is they're like, if I eat that, that's not really helping me with my weight loss goals. But as I refer to the story with my client about the pizza, when you want to lose weight, if you're at that point, um, you want to lose weight in a way that you can live for the rest of your life and make small, tiny changes that you're willing to make for the rest of your life. So if you are trying to, if you really like pizza, why are you trying to have a diet where you never include it? Or if you, whatever your favorite food, if you really like Oreos and you're never, ever having them then why are you trying to make a diet that you cannot sustain forever? Like it doesn't make any sense. I always try to think of future Jacqueline, my future self. And I think about her at like, you know, I've got the body that I want and I have um, basically there right now, but I've got the aesthetic that I want. I have the mindset that I want. I have everything. And I think if I think about what she's eating, she definitely includes indulgences in her diet. She definitely has chocolate in her diet still. She definitely has pizza. She definitely has ice cream every once in a while. Like there's no way I'm going to go the rest of my life without it. Of course I could survive. If the government made ice cream illegal tomorrow, I guess I would have to, you know, suck it up, but that's not the case. So I get to choose to have ice cream. You got to think about practical things. If your diet's not sustainable, then you're not going to stick to it. It's really hard. And maybe there'll come a time where I'm like, I don't, I don't need to have ice cream anymore. And then that's great. But right now I don't feel ready to give that up. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's evil. And I like to think I can have ice cream every once in a while. And it's not a big deal. Like it's such a more freeing way to live. And when you purposely overeat, it's also such an empowering way to live. It's like, yeah, I'm not scared of those things. I can do it whenever I want. That's awesome. It's cool. But again, I would love for you guys to use your best judgment with this technique because I would really hate for you guys to go without binge and purging for a while and then like have a trigger food and not handle it super well. And then it send you into a spiral and that can happen. So I'd love to give you some practical tips if you would like to try this concept out. So if you want to try this out, I would plan it first 24 hours ahead of time, just so that you have this intention. It's not out of the blue. I don't want you to purposefully choose to overeat at the beginning. When I had the cheesecake, it was very out of the blue, but I feel comfortable doing that. When you're first starting out, 
The problem if you do it out of the blue is sometimes it can come from like urges, like a sneaky way to justify binging or getting to that point. I'd rather you intentionally set in a, in a good mental state, not emotionally charged at all. At three o'clock tomorrow, I'm going to have an ice cream on the cone with some chocolate, like whatever, whatever it is. And I would love for you to purposely like put it in your calendar. And I know some of you guys are laughing out there, but I think it's really important because when you plan to do something, it's kind of like how I schedule my break time. When I schedule my break time, I don't feel bad about going on a break. Some, if I take a break now, I still don't feel bad, but I feel really good about taking a break because I've planned it. It's okay. It's in my schedule. I made this decision ahead of time. I know it's for my best self. Same with the ice cream cone, plan it out. And it also, when you're doing it 24 hours ahead of time, you're in a better mental state. You're less emotionally charged. Um, then before leading up before, do not compensate in any way, shape or form for the ice cream cone. I know you're going to want to do that. You're going to think that, can I get a healthier version? Whatever your ultimate version of this indulgent meal would be, please get that one, but also don't try to compensate for the calories in any way. This is where people trip up a lot. I want you to just eat the ice cream cone and eat as much as you want of it. And that you can overeat on it if you would like, right? That's kind of the point is to show you, you can have control and you can be okay. And it can be a joyful experience. And then you can walk away and not have ice cream for two weeks. So I want you to try to do that. No, don't compensate. And then when you comes, comes time to have the ice cream cone, or whatever food, I want you to breathe. If you're feeling anxious at all about it, like calm down, breathe a little bit first. I want you to go to a place that feels comfortable, nice. Don't go to like a common binge and purge spot, go to like, you know, maybe a public place or whatever and eat it mindfully and mindful eating. A lot of people downplay. They think it's not very useful. It's just like basic, but no practice mindful eating during it. It's really helpful. And it helps a lot of normal eaters. Um, a lot of people don't practice mindful eating, but the basics of mindful eating I'll say here is eating slowly you know, and actually enjoying each bite, letting it like sit in your tongue for a little bit and enjoying it, staying present. Don't be scarfing it down. Just like have a bite, set it down, breathe, enjoy it, then pick it back up and have another bite, breathe, enjoy it. Keep noticing too, like how you feel when you have it. Do you feel okay? Do you feel like you want more? Was it not as enjoyable as you thought it was? Maybe the ice cream isn't even that good. I've had that before. Foods that I used to binge on in the past, like peanut butter, I now have, and I'm like, eh, it's okay. Like sometimes in the mood for it, but oftentimes not. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. It's not as, and it's not as uh, euphoric as I used to think it was. (laughs) So just really start to ask yourself questions and make it an experience. I know that I'm all about not like overemphasizing food, but this is the one time where I really want you to indulge because that's the point. If we go back to the definition of this, it's intentional eating food, intentionally eating food and indulging past the point of satiety, because it's not about satiety right now. It's not about hunger, fullness, whatever. It's just about you having an experience, enjoying the food and showing yourself you get to have these things. You get to, you deserve to have them because you're a human who gets access to all human things, right? You are allowed to make choices like this and it's okay. And then once you feel done or you just want to eat the whole thing and then you're done, cool. I want you to think about your experience for a minute. Was it good? And then I want you to walk away and be all right. I want you to not go over like, don't overthink the calories. Don't try to compensate after just like sit with it. And I know a lot of you guys are like, 
this sounds really scary and this might be a more advanced concept for you guys to consider. So that's okay if you don't feel ready for this, but at some point, if you're like past the point of binging and purging, you're really trying to get into intuitive eating. This is a good, really challenging like thing to try. And my client, I, after she did that, she said it was actually really enjoyable. I think we'll make it a regular thing. She babysits this boy and she got him pizza as well. And she said, it was actually really enjoyable. It tasted good. And I had a nice chat with a friend afterwards and it was fine. And I'm so grateful that so happy she had that experience because when you actually eat something mindfully, you enjoy it guilt-free and you understand that you're allowed to do this. It makes the food so much more enjoyable and then you can walk away afterwards. But definitely don't try to compensate for the calories. That will get you into the like fast restrict and then binge or overeat kind of loop. Just let your body do its thing and start noticing, do I feel hungry? Do I want to eat? Allow yourself to eat when you want to eat. It's okay. Okay. So I think that is the, this wraps up this episode. I hope that this made sense to you and you actually enjoyed it. Um, and you guys aren't completely like thinking that I'm crazy. So, uh, enjoy it and try it out. I'd love to hear how the ice cream purposeful overeating goes, message me, um, send me a DM about it, write a review about it, whatever. I'd love to hear your stories. So, um, I'll talk to you guys next week. Never give up on yourself, my friends. Bye. Hey, if you like this episode, you have to come check out the Binge Breakers Recovery course. If you're trying to recover from bulimia and you're sick of doing it alone and you feel like you've tried a lot of traditional therapies and it's not working with you, come join the course. Go to bingebreakers.com slash recovery dash course.